Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and, well, if you guys like what you've heard and you continue to like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and share. And we are coming to you from All Seasons Tabletop Studio. I know, watch out, watch out. Um, So, Tabletop. Today's episode is going to be a continuation of the last episode, Mm -hmm. which is going to be some detailed information coming from Dr. Brian Artis. Yes. I did get that right. All right. did. Dr. Brian Artis, and um, he is doing an interview with another gentleman who I do not remember his name. We will find that out. Yes. But this is uh, more information on how to boost your immune system, um, what things you can take and things that you can do, uh, coming from this doctor. And this is part two. And so without further ado, let's get into some of it. Let's welcome in our host, Mike. Yeah. Hey, Ben. Thanks so much. Uh, Good to be back again, part two. And uh, I hope you guys are excited about this information as we were. I mean, my goodness, we were uh, doing jumping jacks and everything else. Uh, We were so excited in here. (laughs) Um, but it, it uh, was, I, I did like the information. Yeah. It's, was, you know, this, you know, I tell you, you know, it was a little different than what we've heard, uh, so far. I yeah. mean, along the same lines, but, uh, you know, some different information. And, you know, it goes back, Ben, I, I think of one of the reasons why we chose to do what we're doing anyway w- with this podcast, because we just don't want to give you general information that's not backed up by, you know, documentation and, and research and so forth. I mean, we have actual doctors and professionals that are sharing this information. And believe me, there are things that we have learned as we've began this a uh, couple and a half months ago. Um, and it, yeah, in some ways it seems now. longer, but in some ways it's like, wow, we just started this thing, right? <laughs> yeah. But nevertheless, <clears throat> this information is really, I think, unique because you're not getting it anywhere. And that's why we say welcome rock tumblers and truth seekers. Because if you are really wanting to find truth, it is hard to find. You're going to have to turn over rocks. You're going to have to really be diligent about seeking it. And if you're lazy and you just want to hear something to make you feel good or to have somebody uh, bark out orders and you follow like sheep, well, just turn on any news channel on your television and listen to them and, and walk off a cliff. I mean, that, that's essentially what you're going to do. This yeah. right here, it causes you to think. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I like this, and we're going to recap uh, part one uh, quickly, is that we have heard for quite some time now various uh, products to, to take for COVID-19 or the, the SARS-CoV-2 right. Uh, any virus, that sort of thing, building the immune system. And the mm-hmm. thing is, is if you if you gather the information that all of these people are giving you, it's it's sort of this main vein that runs all the way through with these products. So you know, okay, well, they're all talking about the same thing. They're all experts. They're all professionals. But what we haven't really talked about is all of these different products, whether they're vitamins or natural products. Mm-hmm. And how to take them, as far as when, how often, and how much. 
Right, and exactly. that's what I really appreciate about what Dr. Artis is doing here. So uh, yeah. just for instance, well, a quick recap here, because we are he is not going to go through these again. He may dip into a little bit of it, but he is rolling on into uh, other areas. But uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, those are the two things we mentioned. He said take hydroxychloroquine, uh, 300 milligrams per week. That's per week, 300 milligrams. Ivermectin, 12 milligrams per week. Mm-hmm. Also, he said, if you cannot find hydroxychloroquine, go to your natural food store or whatever, or seek out quercetin or quercetin, ever how you want to uh, say it, but it's spelled Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N, quercetin. It's the same thing as hydro- uh, hydroxychloroquine. Ivermectin, wormwood. Right. Remember that wormwood. Yeah. Now, did mention that uh, I was drinking some wormwood tea. I do not know how many milligrams a cup of tea is, but there again, that's twelve milligrams per week. Do your research on some of this, uh, and we'll give out uh, Doctor Artis's website here in a sec. Vitamin C, five thousand milligrams per day, and he'd like for you to work up to ten. Start with mm-hmm. five thousand milligrams per week. Get up to ten, and he said ten thousand milligrams for the rest of your life. Don't worry Daily. about it. Nobody's yep. ever OD'd on vitamin C. Yeah, there again, great stuff. Magnesium he got into five hundred milligrams per day, and also selenium, two hundred micrograms daily. Two hundred micrograms daily, yes. and there were all kinds of benefits with that one. Um, Personally, I was not aware of what selenium did and some of the benefits, but uh, it boosts your immune system, uh, and important for thyroid help, helps prevent mental decline. Uh, boy, it can there's a lot of people that I can yeah. describe that to. Yeah, uh, or that we'd uh, like to anyway. Yeah, or we would like to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it acts as a powerful antioxidant, uh, so and it may reduce your risk of certain cancers. Nice. Just just to name a few, and that right. that is selenium. S e l e n i u m is how you spell right. that. Two hundred micrograms daily. So. And guys, just a reminder. Didn't mean to interrupt you, Mike. No, that's right. Um, but I just want to remind our listeners that this is part two. So what we just read off is covered on part one. So that's if right. you missed it, go back. You know, you can rewatch that or rewatch, re-listen to that one. And write down all the information uh, and verify that what we just recapped is correct also. Um, But yes, uh, this is part two, and that was what was covered on part one. So please go back and listen if you missed it. Um, But we'll be continuing on now. Uh, Absolutely. No, thanks for that, Ben. And uh, the Dr. Artist Show, the D-R-A-R-D-I-S show.com is where you're going to get a lot of this information. So... uh, and if I remember right, there was some sort of um, CV19 cocktail link or something that was there that he mentioned That's, on the last podcast, which yeah. is where you guys can, uh, I think, either download and or print off like a 20-page thing that has some of this information at the end, I believe. That's correct. Yeah, okay. I think it was C19. is all. C19, yeah, something like that. But pretty self-explanatory, right. so go on there and... Just take advantage of it. This guy is fantastic and very, very detailed. So, and he's offering all of this stuff free. Yeah. And it only gets better as he's moving along. So, without any further ado, let's get back into this with Dr. 
Brian. I was going to call him David for some reason. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Brian Artis. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Part two. Uh, a few more things. I was also told that um, vitamin D is also good for you. If you maybe could touch on that, please. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Most people in the world are vitamin D deficient. So I recommend 5,000 IUs every day for every human being at minimum. minimum. Just do it. You're not going to die. Yeah. You need it. Vitamin D deficiency creates immune suppression and the inability to fight viruses, bacteria, and fungi. So everyone should get enough vitamin D. If you are in an area where there's still sunlight, as we go through the winter months, uh, 15 to 20 minutes a day of sunshine outside is enough to give you enough vitamin D. But most people aren't spending that They're much time outside. Stuff. Everyone should be getting 5,000 IUs a day. It's yeah. unbelievable. Vitamin D. What about vitamin? Uh, so we got vitamin D. We talked about zinc. That was key. Vitamin C, super key. I want to mention another thing that was told to me, and I don't know during this time if that even works, but B complex. What are you? Okay, sorry for that. Just quickly, he did mention zinc, and we did not mention zinc <clears throat> in our little. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In our uh, little recap there. Uh, yeah, re recap. So zinc was 100 milligrams per day 100 milligrams per day with your zinc folks excellent excellent product yes. and uh, those zinc ionophores work wonderful so and there yeah. are, go sorry. ahead and there are a couple other things that you might want to listen to the part one four that we did not recap so yeah just just plug yeah. in that one a absolutely so here we go again your uh i'd like to get your feedback on b complex yeah great question so the biggest threat right now on all humankind is this vaccine agenda and these vaccines are known to cause damage to the mitochondria in the hearts of every human beings which is why you're seeing such heavy reported myocarditis which means muscle of the heart inflammation which can be lethal and so myocarditis is now a black box warning on the insert of the Pfizer, Moderna, and the Johnson & Johnson shots. Wow. They know it's going to cause heart damage. The number one thing to reverse heart damage is B-complex supplements. Vitamin Bs are required to repair and rebuild muscle tissue of the heart. That's why it's so significant. So yes, a healthy B-complex that has two key actual B vitamins. That would be methylfolate, which is vitamin B9, and then cyanocobalamin, which is actually, or methylcobalamin, which is vitamin B12. Those two, by far, are the two most required by the cells of the heart to regenerate and stay protected and healthy. I use those for years, actually, to reverse heart disease B-complex. Really? Yeah. Is that good? One the, the magnesium that you're talking about, I now, uh, I've been doing it, and for some reason, I do feel better. I, I yeah. think it's absolutely incredible. Um, I want to ask you about another thing and, and get your feedback on this. For some people that are going through some type of anxiety and stress, and I found something, and I would like to get your feedback on it. Uh, I found a all-organic, natural form of GABA, and I found it for me, and I'd like to get your input on it. It seemed to help me tremendous, calm, relaxing. If you could maybe speak on that for a moment. Sure. GABA is a phenomenal. I actually created a sleep product about three years ago uh, through a company called True Labs. I formulated the sleep drink. GABA was one of the largest constituents inside of that drink because it helps lower cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone, and it helps improve insomnia as a result. 
There is one other herb I'll tell you that's actually more powerful than that, though, an herb. Yeah. So it's a plant, and it's called ashwagandha. And ashwagandha, I just need everybody to know that those who are living under stress and anxiety, have we not seen this much stress and anxiety on the entire world in the last two years? Ashwagandha behaves similarly to what insulin does to blood sugar. Ashwagandha does to cortisol, which is your stress hormone. It literally cuts down cortisol. It improves your ability to relax in the evenings, sleep all night, improves your body's metabolism. Uh, I don't know if you know, but cortisol is that uh, hormone that makes you store belly fat as a reaction to too much stress over time. Cortisol is also the hormone. If you go to lay down at night and your mind's just racing and worrying about things all day or the next day, that's actually excessive cortisol. Uh, if cortisol is being managed properly, Cortisol should be at its peak in the morning when you wake up and it should be taper off all day long and be at its lowest point in the evening. For those who are actually having racing minds and they can't fall asleep very quickly, their cortisol levels are in the opposite. They usually wake up actually just as tired or more tired than they were the night before when they went to bed. This is those people. And then as the day goes on, their cortisol goes up and up and up and then they try to go to bed at night and they can't. Their mind's just racing. These individuals need to be taking ashwagandha at nighttime to start switching the cortisol cycle. So that's that's my recommendations. GABA is phenomenal. You can just follow the recommendations on a bottle or supplement yep. bottle. Ashwagandha herbs, another great one. Now, let me ask you a, a quick about ashwagandha. Like you're giving us a clinic here and the, the chat is going bananas. Um, they, they are so intrigued by this because we've never done this type of thing before. Ashwagandha. Do you recommend it? Is it a powder form? Is it like a tea? Is it drops, tablets? What do you recommend? What's the best way to take that in the evening before bed? It's all of them, but I actually prefer it in a powder capsule form. That's what okay. I do. Powder capsule. And is so there a certain you amount? You can do teas and stuff. That's fine. Too. Okay. And, and you would suggest that before bedtime? Yeah, I would do it between dinner and bedtime so that you start cutting down cortisol before you go to sleep. Even maybe right, at, right after you finish your dinner. Wow. And I, I, I actually never knew that. I knew about the GABA and it was told to me and uh, I got and it, it changed my life completely because during this time, we all have some type of stress and anxiety. Uh, and for me, I had certain. How do I deal with this? You know, if I'm not if I can't go to a gym because it, where I'm from, everything is pretty much locked down unless you have some kind of special pass. It's mind blowing, doctor. So GABA does help. I'm glad about the ashwagandha. I hope that's helping everybody. Zinc, important. Vitamin C, important. Um, in zinc. Um, or vitamin D was it? I think vitamin D is what we we're mentioning. Someone was telling me uh, they take ten thousand IU's. What is your uh, what is your thoughts on that? Okay, I'm going to pause it right there. I, I think you already did vitamin D. Well, he said his recommendation is five thousand IU's. Five five thousand IU's. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll wait on that. That's but a I, minimum, though. Yeah, I don't want to breeze by this cortisol level. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that in my household, you know, we talk about the serotonin, 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 and, right. you know, your level, you know, mm -hmm. uh, melatonin to help you rest and that sort of thing. But right. I found it interesting. Now, he was exactly right. Has anyone been under more stress over the last year and a half or two than they have in their entire life? I, I, I seriously doubt it. You may have been through some stress, but with this added on, and yeah. what we have uncovered, we live in stress. And I, I don't know about you, Ben, but I don't want to get used to living in stress. No. And what, what I can appreciate about what he said was that 
when you start taking this ashwagandha, and he does recommend it like right after dinner or right. your last meal. So I'm gonna. Th- I'm. He didn't say how much yet, though. No, no, he didn't. But I do know that on the because I do have some. Okay, it's, it's two capsules. Okay, per serving that you can take in the powdered capsule form. Okay, and I'm sure if you get the tea, that it'll give you that recommendation. It's very, very basic. So it's it's right there on the uh, the suggested dosage. So, okay. but what I did pick up on: how many times have you woke up in the morning and went, oh, "Man, I am, I am still tired," and you look and I've had well, wow, seven, eight hours sleep, mm-hmm. and boy, I feel like I'm more tired than, yeah, you know. And he was talking about that, oh, and yeah. what that is is our cortisol level has gotten out of whack. Right, and what this does, and it sounds like it's not going to happen, you know, one or two days. But once you start getting this ashwagandha into your system on a regular basis, you're going to start shutting down towards the evening when you should, and when you're waking up, we should be waking up fresh, stress free, you know, because we tend to. I'm one of those guys that man, I I just can't get to sleep. I've I've read something, I've I've watched something, and I'm so keyed up. Mm -hmm. You know, three or four hours goes by, and I'm like, I'm still awake. Yeah, you know. So anyway, the cortisol level and the ashwagandha, the stress hormones, is extremely important. Yeah, because that's all part of your immune system. Is you got to get the you got to get the proper rest as well. So. Didn't want us to breeze by that one. So uh, really, really great stuff. So uh, he's going to answer the vitamin D question here. And I think we've got 5,000 IUs, but we'll see what uh, yeah. what he says. And I don't think he's going to be any different on it. So here we go. Most people need 10,000. 5,000 is the minimum. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, there Th- you go. 5,000 okay. is the minimum. minimum 10, and I'm talking athletes were saying they do 10,000. So that should tell you. How much our body needs vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C, uh, and everything else you said. Um, your website, I'm gonna post it because I know in the chat everyone's like his website, his website. I am posting the website underneath in the description. Please click on the link when I do. It'll take you to a site to get all this information that you need. Um, if people want to get a hold of you, there's an email or contact on the website. Correct? There is, yes, sir. Beautiful. Um, is there anything else you possibly yes. might want to share with everyone? Please continue. Yeah, there is. There's only one reason why you even had me come on here. You saw my interview about two documents. So yep. here we go. We, yes. don't to, we don't want to forget about these. All right. So the reason why I said earlier that it's great that you have audiences that are around the world, the majority of the entire world, even though America only has four and a half percent of the entire world's population, the majority of the world adopts the health protocols, mandates, vaccine schedules of America. They follow the CDC schedule of America, the NIH's recommendations, the FDA recommendations. So I just need all of you to be aware. Currently. I did this for a Canadian podcast about three or four days ago, and they couldn't believe this information because doctors are being fired in Canada within like 15 minutes of finding out that they gave ivermectin to a patient who actually recovered after they were supposedly dying just from one dose of ivermectin. Y'all probably seen the videos. Wow. But I want I wanted yeah. to go in there to make sure everyone knew that there's a document that our federal government, the NIH.gov, has on their website that actually has ivermectin listed as an approved treatment for COVID-19. And I need them to know how to find it. Okay, so we're going to pause it right there. So he's shifted. Wow. He just shifted into <laughs> another gear. 
Oh, and yeah. uh, so we're getting away a little bit from you know all of these supplements and great stuff. But now, <clears throat> folks, listen to where he's going now. He is so right when it comes to everyone looks at the United States and follows what is going on here. Now, can you imagine? These are doctors that he's that he's talking about in Canada, and I can tell you there are some. I'm sure that it, that's happened here. I, I can't give you name, rank, and serial number. Right. But because they have given a drug mm-hmm. that actually works and saves lives, doesn't matter. That drug's not uh, accepted here. So you give it, you're going to be fired. We're going to yank your license, whatever. Right. Yeah, we, we talked about that in another podcast. I mean, yeah. Australia did the same thing recently. Exactly. And I didn't know Canada was doing it, but I mean, right. So now, what he's what he's saying is there's a document that gives and lists ivermectin as an approved drug to be given for COVID nineteen treatment. And mm-hmm. what he is, he just made the statement. Mm-hmm. There, there are many doctors that did not. And maybe and still don't know that this document exists, and he's going to give some details on it. So, all right, listen closely. So, on any search engine in the world, type in these words. Type them in. Nih dot gov. Next word table two e period. And then these words: characteristics of antiviral agents. Characteristics of antiviral agents approved or under evaluation for COVID-19 treatment. The first drug is the infamous drug I keep telling you is killing everybody in America and in other countries. It's called remdesivir. The second drug on that chart, everybody needs to open that chart, click the link, open the chart, and print it and have it at home. It needs to be part of a hospital-ready kit if you have to go. But the second drug on that chart is ivermectin, and it gives you the doses for treating an adult with COVID-19 in hospitals. It is 0.2 to 0.6 milligrams of ivermectin for every 2.2 pounds of body weight for five days. So I have been on Zoom calls over the last two weeks with hundreds of medical doctors who actually still work in hospitals. And when I gave them this chart, they had no idea that existed. And they were thrilled to be armored with this document. Because their administrators, they found out, have been lying to them all along. Our federal government has been lying all along. That chart is dated, updated July 8th, 2021. So for the last three months, it's been an approved, at least on this listed chart. No one's even seen this drug. I have given, or this chart. I've given this chart to senators, lawmakers, attorneys, so many people, many medical doctors, and then the hundreds of thousands of audience members around the world. I have shared that document and how to get it. Because they need to have the power and the boldness to walk into a hospital and go like this. I've seen Dr. Artis's videos on remdesivir. You're not going to treat me with that, even though I'm having a hard time breathing. And then when they say, uh, well, we're going to follow the mandated protocols and we're not going to use ivermectin. If they say that to you or that it's not approved, just pull out that paperwork and hand it to them and go, it is too. The NIH approved this drug on July 8, 2021 for treatment of COVID. And these doctors are not going to have a clue that document exists. You need to have this ready. Number two, the fact that that drug and another drug are on that chart that says they're approved. There's actually three drugs approved, remdesivir, ivermectin, 
and then Nick, Nick, it's like nicotinizab. It's a uh, corticosteroid. It's on that chart. He he misquoted that one, and I can't give you that right now. <laughs> but the first two, he's he's all over it. They're, they're correct. But there is a he said a steroid that he just it's it's in, insignificant really. I don't know that anybody's even giving that. I mean. Most steroids are given for inflammation, so it's just. But it's it is on the list. Those three, yeah. But go on that site. I pulled it up, and he's quoting everything verbatim that's on there as far as the dosage and the whole nine yards. Awesome, okay. and it's right there at your disposal. Go on there. You can print it off, and, and like he says, you could have it with you. Right, and, and good stuff, especially if you've got a loved one. Or yeah. even yourself is in the hospital because I've been hearing bad things about that first one. Oh, remdesivir, um, yeah, that, that's that's killing people. Like, yeah, yeah. So uh, if it sorry. is, why are they still using it? I mean, well, hello. Well, let's think about this. Uh, so they'll use that one, <laughs> right? Because that's the one everybody knows is approved, but they won't allow you to use ivermectin, which is actually approved, but they're not telling you exactly. But that one can actually save your life. The second one hmm. will 99% of the time save your life. Keep in mind, Rich, doc, Dr. Richard Fleming did, you know, he, he, right, he did sort he of did, the cocktails yeah. and he, he's got, we know, we know because we've turned over enough rocks, we know that there's medicine out there that used properly will right. will and is saving lives for those that, that, that care to do it. But the problem here is, is you've got to get over in the driver's seat yourself. You've got to kick your doctor, basically, if you have one. that Most of them don't care. you got to kick yeah. him over into the passenger seat. You uh-huh. need to start driving the vehicle. And like you're saying, this is what this is what you're going to give me. But listen, he's got more. Right. But that thought, why is remdesivir being pushed so fast? Hmm. Think about that. Here we go. He's going to tell us. You need to have that chart. And then you need to make sure you tr- you actually download the next one. The next one is CMS.gov's database. Now, in America, that is the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, which is our 65-year-old and older group primarily. On this Medicare database, on their website exists a memo that they sent out to all hospitals and all doctors in our country and said, if you'll just choose remdesivir as the treatment for COVID-19 hospital, we will give you a 20% bonus payout on top of the $2,400 we pay you for the remdesivir treatment. If you'll just pick remdesivir over other drug therapies. And then they list the codes for the hospitals and doctors in the hospitals to take those codes and put them on the Medicare claim forms for payment oh. of treatment. Now, These two documents I'm telling everybody in the world to download. Why? Because most countries adopt our policies. And I told these doctors and these podcasters in Canada earlier this week, or last week, I said, you need to know, you need to know that the CMS, our Medicare services provider for our 65-year-old and older citizens in America, is bribing hospitals to pick a drug they know is poisoning and killing 30% of all people they give it to. They're bribing them, saying, we'll give you a 20% bonus payout if you just pick this one. And I told the Canadian podcasters, I said, you just need to know something. 
I promise you, you need to look into this because they're doing the same thing in Canada. Yep. So you need to find out what are the rules? What are the laws? I've had senators so excited to see these documents over the last two weeks. They actually said, we can't wait to shove these two documents down our state pharmacy boards, our state medical boards. And they've already taken it before legislature that are in private sessions right now or uh, yeah, special sessions right now. They've already taken that even earlier this week to actually give them all that data. And this is what people need to say when they go in hospitals. If it's you that's sick and you're going in there, or if it's a loved one that's going in there with you, when you convey you're not going to have them do remdesivir treatment and you want ivermectin and they say, no, we're not going to do that. You hand them the chart and say, well, it's approved. And then you're going to hand them the CMS one and you're going to say this. <laughs> I also know that the hospitals are being bribed by whatever organization in America. It's the CMS. We already know the CMS is bribing your hospital to pick remdesivir. My life or I'll speaking on behalf of another loved one, you say my life or my loved one's life is not for sale. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more mm -hmm. with that. Now, no. Ben, do you know why remdesivir is at the top of the list now? I think I see why it's at the top of the list now. Yeah, they're offering a 20% payout on top of the base number that they're getting to use remdesivir. And 30% of the people that are given that he didn't give exact numbers, but he said causes severe uh, health issues and death. But I could have swore I heard 30% of the folks that get this actually die. I mean, it's that serious. So Yeah. Well, the hospitals are getting 20%, and they're getting 20% um, kill yeah. rate. Yeah. Hate to put it that way, but, you know. Well, yeah. So, I mean. Uh, I mean, these people... If it's known to be killing people, these these people, whoever sent this out and everybody behind it, we've said it before, they need to be tried for murder. Yeah. Mass murder. Well, and keep in mind that the summit that took place in Rome, the Rome Declaration, remember mm -hmm. that? We went through that. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I checked that the other day. It's been a few days, but it was, it was pushing 13,000. So 13,000 yeah. doctors and scientists have signed that declaration to, mm -hmm. to basically charge those that are doing things like this. Yeah. Uh, not just in hot, but, but I mean, here, the ones that are behind the coercion mm -hmm. and so forth, the offering of money and whatnot to kill people with bad drugs, they're wanting charges of crimes against humanity. So I would like to know a little bit more about what's going on with that. We'll have to do some more research to find out. Okay. But that should tell you something. Now, think about this. Yeah. And we'll wrap this up. But, I mean, this is insanity. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, every time we turn around, Ben, it's, you know, I mean, you've got a, you've got a drug on the top of the list that's been proven to kill people. Uh-huh. And then you uncover within their documents, what he was saying is they basically fill the form out for you on the Medicare side. Everything's filled in. All you got to do is just, boop, submit it, name, rank. Here we go. Right. And all of a sudden, this guy or this this woman gets remdesivir. And, mm -hmm. oh, wow, you know, they just didn't make it. We're sorry. Yeah. While while they're cashing in. should Can you just put down, uh, when you go in and they ask what you're allergic to, name that drug? Well, I'm sure. Because they're not supposed to give yeah. you something that you're allergic to. So then if they do, then it's on them. 
Well, no? better, better yet. What about that one? Well, better yet, when when you expose them <laughs> and, and 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 show a document that. Well, yeah, that too. You know the the, the gigs up here. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, yeah, right. I was just but, being funny. <laughs> well, you could you could do that, but how many you know how many seniors are going to be or even going to know what well, true. Rim Desivere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and there's uh, I know the. Uh, in Great Britain, there's a, a couple of other drugs they were using doing the same thing, and I can't remember. I, th- I think Doctor Aris mentions that as okay. well. All right, but I mean, it, this is this is absolute insanity. Yeah, that these people just soon, you know, for better terms, see you dead, so they can make a few hundred bucks, right? Then treat people to to help them get better. Mean, meanwhile, out in society, you have people, uh, you know, quote unquote, now I haven't actually seen it, but, you know, people, according to the news and media outlets, getting upset at non-vaccinated people and people that don't wear a mask because, well, you don't care about my health and and it's not us that don't care about your health, apparently. Is it? Well, no. I mean, yeah, it's not us. When you have proof here... You know, and, or it's not them, so to speak. And they, right. you know, it's and I think there are sprinkled through, you know, it, and I'm I'm getting into those folks that are just not any different than we are, just people that really sort of want to know, or maybe they're the ones that are lazy and aren't turning over rocks, but they actually believe that the vaccines and and the medicines are all good, and they're doing everything they're they working. can. But but think about this: if you had, if you were talking to someone that had that that belief structure, right? And you know, you knowing different, uh-huh. if you told them, hey, if if I had, if I had, say, a hundred doctors and 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 scientists that pretty much debunked what you're believing and is charging other entities as in doctor specialists and, mm-hmm. and and medical workers right crimes against humanity because this is all gone haywire and these people are killing other people if i had a hundred of these specialists that stood here in front of you would that make a difference in your belief uh, well m- how about 200 mm-hmm. how about if it was three how about well let's take it to 500 500 specialists because you're actually most of these people will quote one or two doctors that they know. Right. Right. And and if and if they would bite on 500 or if they said they wouldn't bite on 500. Right. That would sort of tell you where they are, but when it's all said and done, when you say, "Well, you know what? I don't have 500 people." And they might go, "Well, I didn't think you did." No, I've got about 13,000. Right. Yeah. Of these people that yeah, have si- I, that have signed this declaration. Yeah, I saw where you were going with that. Yeah, you see. But you know, I uh, I had another comment. But some of the people, and again, it may just be on, you know, media outlets because they're trying to get people to go along with their agenda. You know, they quote say everybody's with them, but you walk around, you know, because they say racism's everywhere and all of that. You walk around even around here, our town, whatever. I mean, yeah, racism, there is some. I'm sure it's out there. But you walk around in in your normal everyday life and 
honestly, you're not coming across too much of it. You might see it every once in a blue moon. Yeah, you know. I, I, but it's not what the mainstream media will have you it, it, think it exactly. is. Yeah. And so I, I'm just bringing that up because coming back to this point, it's like those same people that, quote, you know, are pro uh, vaccine and it's working and all of this are the same people that two seconds later are saying, well, um, well, you're not vaccinated. So you're, you're causing me harm. I'm sorry. That logic doesn't even make sense. You took a vaccine. The point of the vaccine, if it is actually working is to prevent you from getting it from guess who me or somebody else who's, you know, quote, not vaccinated, right? That's the whole point right. of a vaccine. So if you're scared that then, and and what they've been pushing from the top down, not to be political, but all the way from the top, we have an epidemic of the unvaccinated. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. If I chose not to, or somebody chose not to get vaccinated, but you did, and your quote, vaccine works, you don't have to worry about me, right? Do you? Yeah. No. If I get it and die, well, guess who's that? Who that? Who is that on? That's on me, right? So all you're telling me is that they know from the beginning that the vaccine isn't working, and they're counting on the ignorance. Just, yeah, I of, mean, of logic, the sheep. Ben. Yeah. See, I, I you, can't believe that. <laughs> I'm just saying it because I can't believe that people that are quote pro-vax and Hey, if they didn't have any ill side effects, more power to them. And I hope you get through it. You know, for those of you that's been vaccinated, you know, I hope you get through it. Um, but, but still you, you can't look at everything that's happened and just think that, well, the vaccine works, but then get, you know, in a panic because of you're around people that are either not wearing a mask or are unvaccinated quote unquote, because well, then that just simply means that your vaccine doesn't work. So you got to pick a side there. It either does or it doesn't. Yeah. And, and their side is once you start believing what has been laid out, that makes no sense to believe. And once you start believing something that has been proven by other specialists and doctors, one of the first names you should mention in any, to anybody is just, hey, uh, do, do you happen to know who Dr. Uh, Robert Malone is? I, I believe the, I've heard that name before, yeah. Yeah, so you say, well, right. actually, he's the guy, he is the architect of the mRNA. Right. He is the one that designed the whole thing. Yeah. And you might mention one more, Dr. Gert Vandenbosch, mm-hmm. who both of these guys are vaccine, pro-vaccine developers. Yeah. Both of these guys are screaming from the rooftops, stop the vaccinations. Yeah, exactly. And if they don't know who these people are, it ought to tell you something. But if you are believing some of the things that are easily proven, and, and there's two names, those are only two of thousands that we, we just gave, and two very important names. Right. What they're going to believe, Ben, is no, they almost had it right the first time. So we have to get another one. But they've got it right this time. But, you know, except for this particular company, and actually, I think you got to get four of them now so we can still get that. But we don't want you around us because you could pass us something that we really will get sick on. So yeah. they, once they start <laughs> believing a, a small piece of this stuff, 
they're going to believe everything. They will be sitting yeah. telling you, look, we're going to have to wear six masks and we're going to need 1,800 shots. And they will be explaining this to you like this is just normal stuff. You, you need uh, 15 cc's of the shot daily, right? Yeah. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, just like, and we'll say, <laughs> well, actually, you know what? I'll just, no, ta- I'll just take my chances with the hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, vitamin C, magnesium, selenium, vitamin D, B-complex, zinc, and cortisol. I'll be yeah. fine, you know? Mm-hmm. And some may say, yeah. well, isn't that awful cumbersome to take all of those? Well, I don't know. Look at your own report. You've got thousands of people that have already died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're willing to continue on right on down the line. That is what's frustrating. And, Absolutely. I, and Ben, I think it's, you know, yeah. we talk about it all the time, every intent of thought being pure. If, honest to goodness, if you really want to know, if your mind is open, I know that the two guys here on this podcast aren't somebody that is just locked in. If you're going to present some information, we'll look at it. Yeah, We will sift through it. We'll look at it and go, you know what? We'll measure it. We'll weigh it out. We'll run it through our our truth uh, senses. Mm-hmm. And we'll go, hey, you know what? I was, I was a little off over here. I was, you know, I was wrong. Yeah. But that's part of, you know, but once you get to a point to where every intent of your thought is not pure and you're not willing to look and seek honest-to-goodness truth, that's that's the probably the most scariest thing about deception is yeah. you are not going to know that you've been deceived. Yeah. And True. you may enter in at that point the point of no return. And God forbid, because there's yeah. there are people out there just like Noah who was preaching and preaching and preaching and they said after a while some of those even heard that message and were convicted. But because it lingered and mm-hmm. lingered, and some didn't want to face the ridicule, you know. Right. Exactly. Oh, God, everybody's calling me a non-vaxxer. I can't believe that. I can't. You, know, you, you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and we all know how that story ended. Out of all of those people that were preached to, eight of them yeah. actually were saved. Right. God forbid that uh, you get the the correct information here and you're on the other end of that stick. Mm -hmm. God forbid. Anyway, wow, good stuff here. Uh, We will probably uh, enter in for a a final uh, part three with this, and then and then kick in. There's there's two or three others that are that are coming down the pike that are wow, just more jolting and and eye opening. And boy, we need to. Frustrating, frustrating, and and yeah. don't don't worry, folks. We're <laughs> going to give you uh, plenty of doses of hope here, and we are not going anywhere. You know, uh, God, you know, God having His way. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up and let's bow our heads here, Ben. All right, Father in heaven, Lord, we again thank you for those two gentlemen that were uh, Doctor Artis and the other gentlemen uh, that were providing all of that information. We thank you. We ask for special blessings on them. All of those that are listening to us, we thank you for this uh, platform that you've, you've given to us as a gift. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of, of friendship. And Lord, we ask that even here that you give Ben and I the, the gift of discernment, help us sift through the information that we run across 
that we will honestly know truth and more importantly, your will for us at this hour in this earth's history. Lord, we thank you again for all of those out there that are standing for truth and risking even their uh, their occupations and licenses and in some cases, maybe even their very lives. Lord, we thank you for them. We ask for your continued protection on them and us and our listeners. And as we close, Lord, may every intent of our thought be pure. We ask and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.